I'm Heather. And I'm Krista. And today we're covering season one, episode three, which is called Friday Friday Night Night Bites. Bites. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But what happened on uh, season one, episode two, was that um, Elena and Stefan were writing in their diaries um, very eloquently. We love that for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were into each other. They had a little bit of a miscommunication earlier on, but then they got back together um, when, uh, well, this the, the miscommunication happened when Elena went to the Salvatore house to talk to Stefan, mm-hmm. but she found Damon there instead, a brother mm-hmm. that she didn't know Stefan had. A man was lying? How mm-hmm. dare they? Um, uh, not surprising. Not <laughs> yeah, surprising. Totally not surprising. Damon reveals that, reveals some surprising information about Stefan's past. And that information being that a girl named Catherine um, existed and died who had broken Stefan's heart in the past. And Elena was like, oh, another girl? Hmm." She was like, "Uh, we haven't had the awkward exes talk yet. Mm, So this is a little uncomfortable. And so anyways, (laughs) our little side plot lines. I love a side plot line. It must Mm -hmm. be said. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't I can't devote all of my attention to main plot lines. No. But so anyways, Bonnie has a little witchy flash situation when she comes into contact. She literally touches Stefan. Uh and then she's like, Whoa! I feel <laughs> <laughs> I feel something and I don't like that feeling. So I'm gonna go and do everything in my power to avoid Stefan. And obviously, <laughs> since Elena and Bonnie are besties, that's not great. And then Vicky <laughs> begins to remember the attack, which not great. You know, that's not good for Stefan because, you know, he's trying to hold everything together and Damon is throwing a wrench in his plans. And then Damon, he's on his plotting, you know, he's on that's his plotting cool. grind. And so part of his plotting is hooking up with Caroline and then he chomps on her. And that's where we leave off on Vampire Diaries season one, episode two. Yeah, it was actually a very impactful ending. It kind of caught me off guard, so mm-hmm. I was I was happy about that. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then, yeah, just to go over what happens in Season 1, Episode 3, Elena, um, she's ignoring Bonnie's psychic warnings that Stefan is not who he claims to be because, like any normal girl, she's like, witches don't exist. Um, but, you know, maybe uh, they do. Incorrect. <laughs> I have witch friends. <laughs> that is a great point. In fact, they do exist, so Elena's in the wrong here. Um, she decides to invite Stefan and Bonnie over for dinner so that they can be friends. Um, for some reason, she She wants wants them to to be besties. She wants them to be besties, you know? It does make sense, but I'm also like, you've barely been dating him. But anyway, we'll get into that. Okay. True. True. (laughs) Um, She hopes that they'll bond, but her plan ends up backfiring because Damon shows up with little Miss Caroline, who, um, he's been feeding off of and compelling with his really intense stares, um, in order to further taunt Stefan and mm-hmm. Elena by default. Yes. And so in the background, again, love a side plot, uh, but not far enough in the <laughs> background, in my opinion. Jeremy is like questioning where he stands in his relationship with Vicky. And he's like going back and forth between like wanting her and being like, You're in love with Tyler. I don't want to be with you. And so then he drunkenly tries to fight Tyler. I personally would love to just see them have a battle to the death. Agreed. Because uh, that means there would be one less of them <laughs> uh, taking up unnecessary screen time. They're so they're both so annoying. I would love to see less of them. So mm-hmm. I would like to see one of them die while fighting each other. That would be great. I would also love to see that. I would mm-hmm. love to see either of them die because I hate both of them. So, they're so oh my annoying. God, what if it was a fight to the death and then both of them ended up dying? That would also be great. <gasps> oh, ideal. <laughs> 
But unfortunately, our main man, Stefan, has to step in and stop the fight. Um, and he gets injured in the process. But does he? Because when Elena checks his hand, there's no more cut. He's not injured. What? Lots of unexplainedness going on there. Um, so now, between Bonnie's fun little witch moments and this miraculously healed wound, Elena is becoming a little more suspicious. She's turning into uh, um, Olivia Benson from Law & Order SVU. She yeah, trusts no one. She's doing some investigation. Mm-hmm. You know, she's having a spotlight moment. I love that for her. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> She said investigative journalism, and I respect mm-hmm. her for that. I agree. Yes. And so then Damon does this all a wonderful favor. You know, despite the fact that I actually hate Damon now, he yes. did the most incredible thing in the entire world. I Like, God bless him. He killed Mr. Tanner, who we have previously shat on in all the previous episodes <laughs> of this podcast. And then Damon then proceeds to pull an Edward by watching Elena while she sleeps, which is so creepy um but yeah i do like the little twilight moment it must be said that is fun i agree i was also thinking that and i was like you know what the hold that men standing at the foot of a woman's bed watching them while they sleep had on tweens in the late 2000s don't understand it absolutely disgusting (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i'm not about that no me either but Mm -hmm. um okay but to go back to the beginning, I just have a, qu- a fashion question for you. Yes. Caroline is wearing a nightdress. <gasps> I have notes on this. <laughs> Do you have notes? <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Go for it. I was just going to ask you, have you ever worn a nightdress, let alone in high school? And how is this How is this, this popular? I did not know people wore those. Uh, I am personally like very biased against anything loose when I'm sleeping. I can't mm. bring myself to wear pants when I'm sleeping uh so I could not have worn like a nightdress like I wore one when I was like probably a baby but like (laughs) now it's just like the feeling of like the fabric like moving around me as I'm trying to sleep is just deeply unpleasant uh so this dress slash like lingerie slash nightdress situation is not it how do you feel about nightdresses are they the move they look beautiful, but I've never worn them. And I agree. I think if I wore them, I would be like, why am I wearing a corset when I'm trying to sleep? I can't mm-hmm. breathe. Yeah. So- I was about to say, I was like, this girl is literally wearing like an underwire bra, essentially. Yeah. So I'm like, it has an underwire. So it's already atrocious and uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. like, how could you sleep in that? But like the light blue coral combination was really weird and ugly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was... I don't know. It was a, it was just an interesting way to start off the episode because I was like, what era are we in? It is very of the age, mm-hmm. it must be said. But honestly, oh my god, I love the fact that they had the Friday Night Lights reference as the episode title. Have you watched Friday Night Lights? I know what it is. I've never seen it. It's one of the <gasps> shows that I think I would hate for obvious reasons. But <laughs> Oh my god, no. It is so amazing. <laughs> I love it. And you know I love garbage. But like Friday Night Lights is so goddamn good. Mm. Also, the guy who plays Matt here, he was on Friday Night Lights for like six episodes. Was he really? Yes. Oh, I love that callback to for him. Okay, I cool. know exactly. I was like, can we get a Friday Night Lights uh, and Friday Night Bites crossover? <gasps> That's what I would like to see. I would like to see vampires playing football at East Dillon High in Texas. Mm. I feel like that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this episode was like interesting in general because of the whole yeah, like obvious parallel it has with that other show. Because I was like. I, I both didn't like it because I was like, this is so off pace with, with what the first two episodes of the show were. Like, mm-hmm. we never saw a football team or, like, cheerleaders <laughs> or anything. But then they all just show up in this episode. 
And yeah, they were me, like, work. It's set in the high school in case you forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it gave me like, and I don't watch the show, but so maybe I'm wrong, but it gave me like Riverdale vibes where I was like, oh. sometimes I'd walk in when my roommates were watching that show and I'd be like, <laughs> what is going on? Because each episode had like a different theme to it and they just went all in on the theme. And so that's what I thought about. That. Have you seen that one clip of Riverdale where he was like, I dropped out of school in fifth grade because I was running drugs to like help my sick grandma. And then Archie goes, and also they're in prison, by the way. Oh and my then God. Archie goes, well, then you clearly haven't experienced the epic highs and lows of high school football. What on earth? <laughs> there may or may not be a musical number. I'm not 100% okay, sure. Yeah, that's where I'm getting the whole theme thing because I remember there was an episode where they were just singing Grease songs. And I was like, what does this have to do with anything? Honestly, so I confusing. feel like I need to like watch like a late in the series like episode of Riverdale and just, you know, just watch it with absolutely no context and see what happens and see what's going on with the plot. I feel yeah. like it would be a fun thing to do. I agree. And you know me, I don't do drugs, but I think it would be a fun thing to do high. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> also, I noticed in the opening scene that Carolyn has a tattoo on her foot. And I was like, isn't she like 15 or 16? And I did some research and it is illegal in the state of Virginia for someone under the age of 18 to get a tattoo. So I was like, Miss Caroline, what have you, wow. where Where did you get your tattoo, Miss Girl? I would love to know. I want to get more of this Caroline backstory. Wow, that is great. Look who's Olivia Benson now. You are killing it. Mm-hmm. I did not even notice that. <laughs> I'll be on my Jody Cantor <laughs> grind. You know it. <laughs> but I was also thinking in kind of the same vein, because like, so she's like looking at herself in the mirror or whatever, and then Damon shows up next to her. And I understand she's shocked. But mm-hmm. I'm like, don't you live in a house with your parents at this point? Scream or something. I was just like, she's just standing there doing nothing. And I was like, if you're scared of someone and you live with your parents, assumedly, mm-hmm. you should scream. I mean, maybe she doesn't, but I'm just assuming that. And I was so annoyed at her. It, it made me angry. Like, I won't spoil anything, but there's a scene where someone dies and then just like that, where she's just holding the person that's dying. And I'm like, call 911. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> you're like, get them a baby aspirin. <laughs> but i don't know i mean we'll get more of like caroline's like family slash backstory like later on and i do enjoy like the development of like that plot line so like over the season so you'll see and i'm excited for you to watch that okay but also like okay so damon like sneaks up on her and like damon is like supposedly sleeping and honestly i still don't know whether or not vampires actually need to sleep in the <gasps> show i was literally i had this question <laughs> written down because i wanted to know if you knew and i'm so glad you don't know <laughs> i have no idea i was like honestly it would be very damon to just pretend for the drama of it all and like you know like mm. surprise or like shock caroline or scare her like mm-hmm. I would love to look at his birth chart. I would love to know. <laughs> like I know he's a Gemini, but there's no other information. We got to do some digging on that. That's that's a great idea. Because yeah, I also would love to know. Not I just I just want to know if he was sleeping, and if not, that would make him. That would make me like him a little more because I was. Like, <laughs> I would think that he has like the drama queen nature that we all have in us and he's letting it ride and I would love that for him yeah I don't know I'm not I genuinely have no idea whether or not vampires sleep because the issue is in this episode so in Twilight there's a there's a scene where like Edward is pretending to sleep in the hospital (laughs) with Bella and he's like so clearly not sleeping right because he's sitting up straight and his head is tilted down and I'm like no one thinks they're sleeping dude Mm -hmm. but in this scene he's like 
this dude looks clearly asleep. What am I supposed to think? Yeah, but then he likes shocks slash scares mm-hmm. Caroline. So hmm. I'm like, maybe he was like woken up by like his super hearing and he heard her yeah. tiptoeing away. But honestly, no idea. I did like how she hit him with a lamp. That's very girl boss of her, yeah. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> she, I I mean, we'll get I guess get more into her later at the the uh, dinner scene but oh I God. love her like she is so fun and like she's such a ga- gaslight gatekeep girl boss to me mm-hmm. and I love it about her I love Caroline <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes she'll say something and I'm like girl no but then I'm like mm-hmm, that's kind of iconic of you actually <laughs> but, as opposed yeah. to Vicky who I didn't like Stop. her even more in this episode because I was like I was like I originally I really thought she was choosing when Mm -hmm. she told like Jeremy that she wanted to just be friends I was like oh this is an interesting point I like this because it's like okay she doesn't want a love triangle but Mm -hmm. then by the end she wanted the love triangle again and I was so annoyed at her (laughs) also I thought like the overarching plot of like Vicky and Jeremy and Tyler aside I thought it was so funny how she's like do you want to go see the posers they're playing at the rat (laughs) and I'm like I love how the local music venue in Mystic Falls is called the rat (laughs) the rat (laughs) also when like Jeremy and Vicky are arguing back and forth because he's like you don't want me you only want me because like I gave you drugs and then like Vicky's like that's not true and he's like I'm all ears and he has his headphones in (laughs) Oh I was like, my god. That's kind of that's, like if that was intentional, that's really funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if that was symbolic, that's the smartest piece of symbolism I've ever, ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know, but we know it's, that's not. <laughs> Julie yeah. probably wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even notice that. This is a great episode for you noticing little things. <laughs> I'm finally becoming observant. I'm finally actually actively <laughs> watching it for the first time, it feels like. Mm. So I have just been noticing things. Yeah, maybe when I come back to the show, if I ever come back to the show, I will also <laughs> notice the little things. <laughs> okay, so the football activities started in this mm. episode. So mm-hmm. like Tyler is like, Oh, you need to <laughs> you need to get back at Stefan to Matt. And then he throws that football at him and then Stefan launches that motherfucker right back at him. Oh, Ugh. It gave Iconic. me the baseball scene from Twilight. Like, it was just, oh, yes. it was incredible. <laughs> it was so good. Also, I thought it was really funny when Alina was like, oh, I didn't know you played football. And Stefan says, it was a long time ago. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be like 16? How long ago could it be? This man I... is literally as subtle as a fucking sledgehammer. I... <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm You're like, what, right. you were two years old playing football? Sure. Exactly. <laughs> is, peewee, oh, is peewee football a thing? Like, do they allow children to do that? Or is like... Like, are, yeah. are they, like, more concerned about CTE now as they should? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I know that peewee football is a thing, but I don't know it what is? age you have to be to do it. And maybe, I mean, maybe it's not anymore, but it was when I was in high school. Because the yeah. guys like, yeah, we're going to go teach, like, peewee football. And I was like, cool. You should probably do good at football yourself first before you teach it. But. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Maybe you <laughs> should, like, maybe you should learn before you teach. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> like, I started playing soccer when I was, like, four years old. And, mm-hmm. like... I feel like football is like like American football, not like true football. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I feel like American football is just so like unnecessarily complicated. Like I do understand how the game works now, 
like against my will but like for like a four-year-old like if they're like a little peewee playing peewee football and they're like oh you know I have to move the ball this much length in this many tries like are they actually internalizing that are they I, I don't, don't know they even I don't know they like are. what numbers are so the person the coach is like you only have to get 10 yards and they're like okay I'll just keep running and they don't know what 10 <laughs> yards are <laughs> they're like what if I hit someone that could be fun <laughs> also history class with Mr. Tanner I hate this man so much I hate him I was so annoyed I mean we'll get to his death later but like Ugh, this amazing. whole scene made me so angry because I was like Mm-hmm. What teacher in their right mind would do that? I mean, okay, it was like funny because it was like, I'm like, clearly this teacher has like small dick energy. Yes, he and does. Like, <laughs> then when I found out he's the football coach, I was like, this makes all the sense that mm-hmm. I ever wanted it to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always like random, like gym teachers or coaches that are like placed as like social science teachers. And I don't understand that. No. I really don't. Like, <laughs> why? What do they know about history? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nothing. I'm like, I you think... should probably get a degree in this first, babes. Exactly. I think that they either go into it, like, knowing too much about the sport and not enough about history or mm. too much about history and not enough about the sport. And for that, those reasons, I'm like, why would you hire them as both then? So yeah. frustrating. Yeah, no. Also, aside from Mr. Tanner being, like, a total dick, I also think the most unrealistic part of this scene is that people were verifying the dates of the Korean War by using internet on their phones. And I was just <laughs> reflecting on every single time I accidentally pressed the internet button on my phone. I swear to God, I saw my life flash before my eyes. Like, oh totally. my God. When did you get your first phone? Yeah, I was just about to say, this was like in 2009. I probably didn't get my first phone until 2011. (laughs) Yeah, I would say I got my phone at the same time. Let alone was I able to use it in a classroom. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, if I accidentally activated the internet plant, my parents would have murdered me. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah. No, wait, did they even have, like, internet access on the phones at that point in time? I guess they did. I guess so, yeah. (laughs) I guess so. We just had one number of phones and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember? I think there was like that. I don't know if it was like a parody or not, but it was like a phone with only two numbers, nine and one, so you could call 911. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of that, but that's hilarious. Oh, it's like also the old people phone was called the jitterbug. (laughs) (gasps) Yes, I've heard that. All the commercials are like, all these new iPhones is too t- too much technology for me. How <laughs> like, oh many two numbers nine and one call nine one one exactly. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, that's hilarious. And I thought the whole scene was hilarious because I was like, if I'm Stefan and I don't want people to know that I was alive in the 1700s, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be just <laughs> spitting out 1700s <laughs> left, right, and center. It's hilarious. I just think he's funny. <laughs> I just think he's silly and goofy. I mean, but... he's such a man because he wanted to prove himself so much to this teacher that he was willing to out himself. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Also, I really like how they like made the transition from like history class, to, like football practice, and they showed him being a dick there too. I was like, that's what we call continuity in show business. Also, <laughs> Mr. Tanner was being so mean to all of his players. I'm like, you're not Mike Ditka. Like, Mm-mm. fucking chill. I just hated this man more than I ever could this episode, and mm-hmm. I was just like, by the time he died, I was just like, okay, thank God, because if I was they kept his character going with that kind of hatred that I would have for him for seasons upon seasons, I would be like, what is the even, what is the purpose of having him? I know. Because it was so, 
But it also, I was like, why did he even let Stefan join the team if he hated I know. <laughs> he was like, I want to see you, like, get injured. And I was like, great. Yeah. That's great perspective. <laughs> but I was like, he should be taking notes from Eric Taylor, who's the coach of the team in Friday Night Lights. <laughs> um, but I also thought, like, during the football practice, it was so funny to see Stefan's skinny little arms contrasted with this ginormous football padding. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just He just looks like a little twig. It's so cute. And he's got these skinny little calves. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know they definitely didn't know work to make him like fit in in that team. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they didn't. And they were like, no, he's the best wide receiver the world has ever seen. Yeah. Yes, he's built like a twig. No, don't think about it anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that whole thing is funny, too, because it's like they made him wide receiver. They could have made him like quarterback or running back. They made him a wide receiver. Like any douchebag can catch a ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Also, like when they had like the like, going back and forth between like the football and cheerleading scene, the three is it three oh three oh three? I had literally wrote this in my notes. The 303 <laughs> song, it was iconic. iconic. 303 was my life at that point in time. Even though their songs were the worst, they were also great. They're amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> also, okay, see the thing is I actually haven't like I didn't listen to that song like that. Nice legs, Stacey Dooms, makes a makeup. I didn't actually listen to the song until a few years ago because <gasps> I didn't really listen to the radio growing up because I was raised on like a steady diet of Jimmy Buffett. Mm. Um, so I never actually listened to the song. I heard it secondhand from a bunch of elementary schoolers. <laughs> and so I was like, what nostalgia do you get from 303 yeah like what does it evoke for you it just evokes like this era of like post punk like there there were like there were like a pop punk group that were like intentionally like crazy and stupid Mm -hmm. in their lyrics and like oh my god what's that their biggest song oh don't trust me that song is just like Mm -hmm. hilarious and i also the one with Leighton Meester. <laughs> oh my god. Starstruck or something? Is that what uh, no, no, called? no. It was a Good Girls Gone Bad. Oh, Good Girls. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> I did actually listen to that song oh growing god. up. I was like, yes, Leighton Meester. Yes, Leighton I Meester's mean, music career is something I can get behind. She, <laughs> she was also on another song, but I can't remember what it was. But I remember my, uh, 303 also had a song with uh, Kesha, and that was like the ultimate Oh my duo, God. the ultimate collab because yes. they evoked the same energy at that point in time. Yes. Okay. Uh, I just remembered that <laughs> this other song by Leighton Meester is called Your Love's a Drug. Uh, <laughs> I do have it saved in my Apple Music library. So I did <laughs> buy it back in 2010. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I also like, I think the main thing that I associate with 303 is gauchos because gauchos were really popular at that time. Oh. You know those Jersey gauchos that every single girl like mm-hmm. was getting from Justice and wearing around elementary school <laughs> with like the neon. <laughs> Absolutely, they were either like neon or brown, and you always yes. wore it with like this turquoise or pink, mm-hmm. and those were like the chosen <laughs> color combinations of that era. You're right. Is that is funny. Unfortunate. Like, yeah, totally. Girls were wearing like Justice clothes and like singing 303 songs and like the contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. During the cheerleading practice, when Caroline, like, condescendingly, like, calls Elena sweetie, I was like, that is the only vaguely Southern thing that I've seen on this show so far. (laughs) That is it. That passive-aggressive use of pet names is 
deeply southern and mm-hmm. i was like good we need more of this in the vampire diaries yeah they they don't have the southern energy or the southern accents but they sometimes yes. have like southern phrases that i'm like okay mm-hmm. they're like lord willing and the creek don't rise <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like i remember in the first episode we talked about how like Stefan said pardon me and i was like huh <laughs> you were like mm. you're either 800 years old or you're from the south yeah and you happen to be both so that's great <laughs> exactly this is perfect for your character Mm-hmm. Okay, what did you think of the world's most awkward dinner? Oh my god! Between Stefan, Bonnie, I Elena, say, and then Damon and Caroline. I have to say that I live my life for scenes in TV shows specifically that bring together groups of people with like different issues and tensions between each other over like a meal. So like Thanksgiving scenes and like mm-hmm. scenes where it's just like a big group of people, group of characters in a show that have never really all been in the same room before. And then mm-hmm. all of their like little issues with each other start coming out. Those scenes are everything to me because they're usually like written so well that it's like hilarious. And this was another one of those scenes I was living, especially mm-hmm. when like Damon showed up with Caroline. I was just like, and I don't like Damon, but I was like living for the conflict. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked the scene a lot. It was like my favorite scene in this series so far. <laughs> I also really like Stefan and Bonnie like awkwardly, bonding over witchcraft and like the history of it I did Mm -hmm. really like that because I do really like Stefan and Bonnie's friendship like they literally are just so supportive of each other I love that for them totally yeah I I really like that and I was glad they were friends I did have a question for you Mm -hmm. Stefan said that Salem witches were like examples of individualism and nonconformity would you characterize (laughs) that as true or is he just making shit I hmm. (laughs) Well, it depends on what you think caused, you know, the hysteria that caused the Salem witch trials. Mm -hmm. Because there's a variety of theories. Um, One of my favorite theories is the ergot, ergot, I'm not sure, I think it's ergot theory, where it's like everyone was poisoned by fungus on grain, and they all went crazy and started Mm. seeing things. So then they started accusing each other of witchcraft and like, started like, you know, killing each other. Um, <laughs> so I think of it more as I think of the Salem witch trials themselves as like a symbol of like <laughs> misplaced hysteria and aggression. <laughs> but the like the witches themselves, I don't necessarily think of them as like oh, like individual trailblazers. I think of them as victims because that's yeah. what they were. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they were all innocent. Like I think about what's his name, Giles Corey. He was just like he was pressed to death. Because Oof. he, like, defended his wife, who was also accused of being a witch. Like, wow. And then he kept on being, like, they put some rocks on him. And then he was like, more weight. And then he, eventually he just fucking died. They had to, like, I think they had to, like, put his eyes back into his head at some point. Like, when he, before he died. Oh because they, like, popped God. out. It was insane. Like, I think of, yeah, I don't think of, <laughs> I think it's just sad. <laughs> yeah, like, I understood what he was trying to do. And, like, yeah, he, he was, was trying, trying to, to bond, build them up. Yeah. Like, this is Inaccurate. <laughs> Shut up. This cannot be a way. You don't know what you're talking about. You weren't even exist. alive. <laughs> Good for him. And I love a man t- attempting to bond, but it mm-hmm. was just hilarious. I was like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was watching that, I was like looking at like my history degree and I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to ask you because I was like, do people think this way? Even if it isn't no. true, do people think this way about the witches? <laughs> I mean, there's, like, this really, there is, like, kind of this meme that's, like, circulated 
or it's like a it's like a quote like a little sound bite that has turned into a meme because people use the sound bite so much it's like we're the daughters of the witches you couldn't burn and then people are like no angelica your mother is a republican um <laughs> she voted for george hw bush and george w bush um <laughs> so no shut up but <laughs> but i do i do find witch chat interesting yeah, and I did love the, like, look on Bonnie's face when he said that. She immediately was, like, taken by him, and I mm-hmm. was like, okay, this is going very well. <laughs> yes, I think that, I mean, like, even though, like, Elena is, like, sort of supportive, she's just been, like, very skeptical of, like, Bonnie, you know, being like, hey, you know, you need to listen to, like, what I'm telling you, you know, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. So I feel like Stefan, you know, even though she's obviously wary of him because, you know, he's the one that she touched and had that, like, crazy reaction to it because, you know, she's like, I felt death. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, like, he, like, is genuinely, like, supportive of, like, her interests and is like, that is so cool. You know, like, that that's, like, your family lineage. You know, he is actually genuinely supportive. Yeah. And I feel like Bonnie needed that. So totally. obviously was... she's going to love him. Definitely. I agree. It was... Definitely, I appreciated them tying up this kind of, like, issue I had in the first couple episodes of this series where, like, basically any time that Bonnie is on screen, they're, like, hitting me over the head with, like, witch things. Like, Mm -hmm. every time, every time she opens her mouth, it's a line about, like, yeah, my grandma, like, thinks she's a witch or something. (laughs) And then, like, yeah, like, I went over to my grandma's and, like, we were talking about witch things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, girl. And she is always saying these things to Elena, which, like you said, Elena's very skeptical. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, why do they have all these scenes with Bonnie saying this stuff and Elena doesn't care? And I'm like, okay, can we give Bonnie some character development? But then she said one thing about being a witch to Stefan and he immediately was like taken by her and was mm-hmm. like down to talk about it and I was like okay cool yeah. we're going somewhere with this mm-hmm. I think the main thing is like you know Elena she's like skeptical but she, I think it's almost worse that she's like kind of humoring her but not actually listening mm-hmm. you know because if she just was like no you know like it honestly would just like be like okay cool like I'm not going to talk to Elena about it I'm not going to drag it out but Elena's like mm-hmm yeah (laughs) she's like i guess it's cool but you're silly (laughs) yeah she'll be like yeah go ask your grandma witch and i'm like okay that's not like a joke (laughs) yeah and i'm like also her grandma's a badass so she should talk to her grandma Mm -hmm. so exactly (laughs) her grandma's better than you elena Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what it probably comes from some resentment from like bonnie always saying like you should move on with your life after her parents died. And Elena's like, mm. what the hell? And then she's like, know, they she's... died two months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she's like, I'm not going to humor you with your witch things if you're not going to humor me with my grief. Okay? <laughs> but honestly, oh my God. Another, another thing that I noticed is that when she goes upstairs, uh, she has a framed picture of herself, just her, <gasps> on her dresser. And I was like, what? kind of psycho has a framed picture of themselves i don't get it like i know that they're trying to be like she used to be a cheerleader she used to be interested in things but you could communicate that if it was like a group photo just not a photo of just elena it's like honestly horrifying like i already have to look at myself enough in the mirror i don't want like pictures of myself everywhere i know horrify me (laughs) (laughs) also the best acting i've seen on this show no i'm lying um i'm being facetious but (laughs) when Nina Dobrev breathlessly says 
oh my god it's so beautiful when Stefan gives her that ugly ass necklace I was like that is good acting oh. that necklace is so fucking ugly I was thinking like I was thinking the same thing and it was giving me that scene in Eclipse where Jacob gives Bella that wood carving of a wolf he made her and I'm like does she look like she wears wolf jewelry but Bella's like oh my god you made this and I'm like girl oh my god (laughs) well honestly yeah I was like I'm glad that Stefan is like you know thinking about trying to be proactive about protecting her though yeah I was like that is nice I was like, t- this whole episode, I loved him because I was like, the foresight and like the logic in this mm-hmm. episode that he has, like, mm-hmm. like the whole like him joining the football team, but then like him realizing that he can't be that good all the time. He has to pretend to be bad and like yeah. him being sweet to Matt. I was just like, okay, <sighs> you're really, yeah. you're really getting me this episode and I'm getting you. And I really love that. And the dinner scene was great. Oh my God. I really liked him. Yeah. Also, I noticed that when they got to like the actual football game and the football game never actually happened. Which mm-hmm. I think is very funny. Yeah, um, I agree. But so I saw that they were burning like an effigy of like another team's like you know like a little straw man <laughs> of the other team's like player, and I was like, is that like a like an Eastern or like Southern thing to do effigies? Because we <gasps> never like burned anything or did anything like that. I don't think no. we had rivalries to like you know create effigies but did you guys do effigies we had rivalries but we never had effigies i think burning something anywhere close to your high school is probably yeah. prohibited i mean here. like you were you were in california for high school right yes yes and i was like we were in a drought so we would exactly. never have been caught dead setting things on fire it's way too risky <laughs> also oh like i just like our high school football team literally had like a 12 year losing streak and it made the papers when we finally broke it because it was just that monumental so like I just can't imagine anyone being that invested in like high school football okay this is something I'm glad you brought this up I wanted to discuss this with you because Mm -hmm. my okay for context my high school football team was like below average but not bad enough that it like made papers when we won so it was just like (laughs) This weird thing. But then what happened my senior year was, like, the ASB at our school, Mm -hmm. like, took it upon themselves to create, like, a rave environment at these football games. And it became the thing that, like, everyone who wanted to, like, have fun on a Friday night would go to these football games. And we had, like, one of the, the guys at our school who, like, thought he was a DJ, but, like, he really wasn't. He would sit there and he play he would dj these games and we would like we called ourselves the loud crowd and we would like wear certain colors and paint so like our faces a hype section. yeah yeah it was a hype section we would go crazy on the sideline loud music blasting and our football team was like below average but it was like <laughs> so it was such an interesting dynamic and i was like so then when i saw that in this episode i was like this isn't that weird to me but i was curious as to what your if you ever went to football games and if they were also just a bunch of 16 year olds going wild for no reason or not <laughs> i think like i think it was during like my freshman and sophomore years i did go to all of the homecoming games and like you know like the senior nights just because like everyone was going mm-hmm. you know um actually no i lied i didn't go to the senior nights <laughs> um, i just went to the homecoming games and those were like really boring and then our ASB did try to like liven things up at like the homecoming games for my junior and senior year. So I was on ASB for those years. And so I hand dyed baby powder to like throw in the air during the games. Like I, oh my God. I literally <laughs> like had like baking sheets full of baby powder that I mixed with food coloring. <laughs> 
and then funneled carefully back into their containers just so people could throw it everywhere um love that and so this was when just just so we could watch the football team lose you know but we had a great time (laughs) (laughs) but I think that okay it's like obviously I went to like a really nerdy like IB school um so during our senior ball uh the science olympiad team was at nationals right and so like obviously like our science olympiad and science bowl teams are like really good um and so anyways at senior ball they announced that our team had won the nationals and everyone lost their shit just like (laughs) going crazy just like losing their minds and i was like this is some really nerdy shit right here (laughs) (laughs) so like I yeah so that was my high school experience I love that (laughs) well I feel like I'm glad I feel like it's not uncommon for like high schools to think that like football games are like the most important thing of all time and like Mm -hmm. people just go wild during them (laughs) so I mean that happening in this episode aside from the effigy burning is not that unrealistic (laughs) yeah I mean yeah I mean now that I think back on it, I'm like, I did watch Friday Night Lights. And, you know, if you live in, like, some, like, small town in, like, the middle of nowhere, like, of course, like, high school football is going to be, like, the only place that you can, like, really gather mm-hmm. as a community for entertainment, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess that makes sense. Totally. But, and I think for mm. probably for our schools, it was, like, we had to do fun stuff on the sidelines because our teams were so bad. It's, like, what we were, we were going to, like, support the team? No, yeah, we're gonna, like, no, we can't. each other. <laughs> We're like, no, we're going to be obnoxious. Exactly. <laughs> and it's going to be great. <laughs> but also, side note, what was the cheerleading culture like at your school? Because at my school, the cheerleaders were, like, not that important. Because, like, we, <laughs> we had, we had a, a nationally ranked dance team that were, like, same here. really good. Same and, here. And exact like, same here. Okay, interesting. So that meant that, like, nobody cared about the cheerleaders because if the cheerleaders were any good, they would try out for the dance team, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the exact same situation in my high school. Interesting. I also, like, I remember that there was a it's so funny that the cheerleaders called it a rivalry, but like the dance team was like, "Who are you?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I just remember, like, there were like a bunch of occasions where I would be like watching like a cheerleading routine that I was like subjected to during prep rallies and stuff like that, and I would like be watching the routine. I was like, "Huh, I've seen this somewhere," <laughs> and then I'm like, "This was plagiarized." from the royal family like (gasps) their final in like 2015 or like whatever they had a video that like went viral and then cheer team was like copy paste and i was like can you at least like change it a little (laughs) bit like (laughs) damn like they even used like the same soundtrack it was bad oh Oh, my god wow they were using their resources uh, <laughs> I mean, our school did have a plagiarism and cheating culture, so maybe it's just on theme. It's just on brand for us. I mean, that reminds me, going back to the history teacher thing, I had a history teacher in high school that would literally copy and paste his exams from the internet, and so everyone oh got, God. like, 100% on He was like, wow, great job, everyone. And everyone's like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> They're like, yes, we worked so hard. <laughs> just like you did. <laughs> Exactly. The effort is mutual. (laughs) Honestly, one of the reasons I got so good at like fact checking and just like I got like really interested in like history in general was because I had a history teacher my sophomore year who would just fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) And I would be like, "Hmm, let me check to see if that happened. No, it didn't. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you know i would always do like really well on his test because he's like oh you actually looked up what i said <laughs> and so i wasn't true <laughs> oh i love that i mean teachers history teachers lie all the time especially u.s history teachers oh, because yeah, for sure. i don't know about you but like my u.s history teacher literally was like you know, people think the Civil War was about slavery, but it actually is about. And I was like, don't even oh go my there. God. <laughs> okay, see, my uh, my history teacher wasn't like that. Good. We had a lot of subs for history teachers that came in that would say things like that. And then mm-hmm. the students would, like, yell and scream at them so much As they should. that the sub would be like, I never want to come back here again. <laughs> or they'd get, like, blacklisted. There was, like, one sub for a history teacher where he was, like, Irish slavery was worse than, like, the enslavement of, like, <laughs> black people. And, like, he was saying stuff like that. Just, like, you know, stupid, like, white supremacist bullshit. And he literally got blacklisted from, like, ever coming back to Mira Loma because all the students were, like, screaming and yelling at him until he, like, left. So, my god mm-hmm. that's a crazy statement like even the irish don't really complain about irish slavery. <laughs> they complain about everything <laughs> oh my god i can't remember if there's like a substitute teacher for mr tanner after he gets killed <gasps> Ooh, yeah wait they've given me no look at any other teacher in this school so i really need more no. teacher. <laughs> i don't know if they have a sub in between uh, Mr. Tanner and the upcoming history teacher. I Check. think they might not. So should be should be interesting. I think we might see Alaric next episode. Oh wait, and so he's the history teacher as well. Yes, he is. But wow, he's a cool history so... teacher. He's not like other history teachers. Okay, good. I love that. So this school is very anti-STEM. I love that for them. Yes, honestly, <laughs> love them. <laughs> I'm like, you know what we should do? We should defund STEM. I that agree. Is my greatest wish in the world. I also <laughs> hate STEM. <laughs> Honestly, I think people in STEM probably hate STEM more than people outside of STEM. <laughs> True. <laughs> also, I was like, seeing Mr. Tanner get killed and like, you know, like when Stefan was like, there's some humanity in there. Like, and then I'm like, Damon could not have killed a better person. <laughs> I know. I had I was complex- like, this is excellent. I agree. I had complex thoughts about this. I ended up like being agreeing with you. But at mm-hmm. the beginning, I was like, when he, when they killed him, I was like, I was sitting there. I paused the thing, cause the episode, because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I got to think about this. Do I like this? Because I was like, what was the point in making the teacher a despicable character only mm-hmm. to kill him in less than three episodes? Mm-hmm. But And they were like, someone who I also hate and root against is killing him. Is this to make me like Damon? Because it's not really mm-hmm. working. But I was like, <laughs> okay. It is though. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I guess I kind of get it. You're kind of because this whole episode, even though I still hate Damon, there were two instances in this episode where I was like, okay, they're trying to get me to like Damon, which mm-hmm. was this, and it was also his little heart to heart with Elena, Elena in the kitchen <laughs> when she's like, I'm sorry, and he looks confused. Yeah, <laughs> he's like perplexed, and then she's like. <laughs> Catherine died lol and he's like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh I forgot about that that's after he realized that she wasn't a dumbass because after him like talking about Catherine she's like Mm -hmm. so you dated her too and he's like how did you know that as if he wasn't (laughs) making it obvious yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh he's such a troll but he's such a stupid troll Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kind of like that about him and I also just like the I mean like I said I think it was last episode his whole entire mentality is, I think I will cause problems on purpose. And I love that. I love characters that are like that. <laughs> I'm just like, yes. I, as someone who likes to watch drama but doesn't like to participate in it, I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. Same. I love to see this. 
<laughs> I agree. I I'll, yeah, watching him be dramatic and the worst is like, and watching Stefan go through it, I'm like. I'm so glad I'm never actually involved in drama. Mm-hmm. I'm just like an outside observer because mm-hmm. if I was the Stefan to this Damon, I would actually just like leave. I just like wouldn't be able to handle it. I would it. just run away. That's the air sign <laughs> in us, I think. Yeah, exactly. Just being like love to witness drama, don't actually want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And if there's actual drama co- that comes to us, we're like, mm, I think I'll yeah. kill myself actually. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better than having to confront things. Yeah. <laughs> also... At this throughout this entire episode, I was like, "Where the fuck is Jenna?" <laughs> I thought had the same thought when it was, was over. Like, I was like, "I didn't see her once." <laughs> I was like, "Don't you have a guardian?" <laughs> I, know. I was like, "I didn't think it would take this long for her to defend her dissertation." I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Damn, that's brutal. She's been I know. standing there for a week. Wow, they're really rejecting her uh, her dissertation right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, especially the dinner scene. I was like, "Don't you have like a aunt that should be like." cooking yeah. <laughs> oh also i did appreciate uh in the dinner scene it was like the vampire power update where they did the close shot of damon's eyes when he was compelling caroline mm-hmm. and they show that his mm-hmm. pupils are like you know being yep. like whoa, 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 you know whatever that's called when yep 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 dilating that's what it's called yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay good we are starting to get a little more consistent with the visuals associated with vampire powers yes i do appreciate clarity every once in a while in this series because mm-hmm. it's hard to find and then the crow showed up too i was like hello i also noted that i was like I really need them to start clarifying this crow thing because it's really getting on my nerves that I don't know if it is a symbol of Damon or a literal represent physical representation of Damon. I'm so confused still. Yeah, I'm like, is this like a little, is this like a, like a witch's familiar? You know, does he just have like a crow bestie? Does he have a crowstie? <laughs> <laughs> he has a crowstie. They just vibe. He's like, here's some worms from the backyard for you, crowstie. And the crow's like, I'm a crow. Thank you for that. Yeah. And then it goes and sits on Elena's windowsill. <laughs> Maybe he also has a crow brother, a crother. A crother? Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be so funny if there was, like, a Stephen Crow and a Damon Crow. <laughs> oh, my God. They should have that. They should have them dueling oh God, in the background of these scenes. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I All totally right. agree. They really mm-hmm. should have hired us for this because I know. we're coming oh, up with good ideas here. We're, we're literally geniuses. We're throw a crow in for no reason. <laughs> what did you think about the ending of this episode? Okay, wait. Was the ending... How did it... And, um, creepy staring oh staring at her okay mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, i just i just don't like it i don't like him still but i understand where they're trying to get me to go with him mm-hmm. so i'll go on this ride with him <laughs> but i'm also just like so annoyed at this whole thing and i just want to know what's going on i hate how there's no character development of damon like they just they want you to hate him and then love him in one episode and i'm like i'm sorry i have a complex brain i can't do that (laughs) i need backstory (laughs) you're like i like a slow burn please i don't know it's like the issue i have with like black mirror which is Mm. where they have these really 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 complex stories with like actual interesting characters but they don't give them enough time to develop for Mm. me to understand what their reasons are, where things are going, what things matter, what things matter, and what things don't like, and yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Just about Damon, the rest of the characters, I actually really like. Um, I, I like where they're going, like mm-hmm. except for Jeremy, of course. But yeah, with Damon, <laughs> I'm like, you got to give me more time. You got to like actually maybe hint 
a little more at like why I should like him like oh it's yeah. just so frustrating so that yeah so the end scene I was like I still don't like you even though you killed the character I hate the most which like kudos but like I still don't like you <laughs> it's like they're trying to like plot a like anti-hero slash like villain arc and mm-hmm. redemption arc at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just sort of like okay you can't just come into one please yeah, totally <laughs> I'm like, my feeble minds cannot handle this. Mm-hmm. I can't. Well, I think it's also like, and I've mentioned it before, I'm like watching Game of Thrones right now as well. And like, mm-hmm. even though a lot of Game of Thrones is not written very well, <laughs> the thing that's good about Game of Thrones is that it's so long that characters actually have time to like develop. And like, mm. you actually like can go from loving a character to hating them and vice versa because you see like where they're coming from, where they've yeah. been, all this sort of stuff. But with this show, I'm like, breakneck speed exactly (laughs) and and it's just with one character too so it's so obvious like if they were doing this with every character i'd be like okay i get it but all the other characters have like storylines that are slowly developed and personalities that are taking me a while to get into and i like that but with Mm -hmm. damon it's like okay you hate him in the first and second episode and then in this episode you're supposed to be oh intrigued i like him and when he's watching <laughs> elena while she sleeps i should be into that and i'm like not into that <laughs> it's like character development speed run yeah exactly <laughs> Rewatching this i hate him i find him so annoying i'm so glad um yeah i just i think i was really into like i was like an i can fix him uh girl as like a 12 year old (laughs) because i was 12 years old you know yeah so and now i'm like oh that's disgusting (laughs) and i hate it well i mean (laughs) earlier in the episode he literally is like caroline do you want to go help wash the dishes and i'm like literally fuck you like if a guy ever told a woman to go help wash the dishes i would be so angry i would murder them i know i'll throw a dish at their head (laughs) yeah exactly so i'm like how can how can you expect me a fully grown mentally stable that was a joke adult (laughs) i'm not mentally stable (laughs) to be like into him at the end of this episode when i've heard him say that to caroline i know so awful yeah that was like the other thing but like the, the whole dinner and then caroline was just being such like she was being like kind of a bitch but i was like i kind of like that yeah <laughs> i loved her yeah i just do find her so amusing she's such an icon she is the moment it must be said yeah she's an icon and a legend and she is the moment and i i love how she put that scarf on her neck and she was l- working it and then and Stefan mm-hmm. said, give it to me. And she said, I don't think so. <laughs> She's like, I don't know why, but I can't. So yeah. I'm not. Stupid boy. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts on this episode? I want to know what your thoughts are on Matt still. Because I okay. really, really loved him in this episode. I he liked him really in this episode. Sweet. There's literally, I'm glad, there's literally mm-hmm. a line that made, I think Tyler says something about like yard trolls and then matt goes you mean gnomes and i was like yes i was like i love him so much and like he was just really sweet and i know i know that like you've been like why do you like him and in this episode i was like this is why i like him Mm -hmm. okay i think in this episode i feel like in previous episodes you've just seen him like sulk and be like oh Mm -hmm. like oh elena's like moved on and she said she like wasn't ready but now she's moved on 
you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't have any patience for that. But this one, yeah. you know, you see, like, he's actually, like, a very sweet and earnest person. And he's got, like, a dry sense of humor, you mm-hmm. know, that's kind of sneaky. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, yes, I did like him in this episode. But normally the default is, like, that they portray him as, like, sulking, boring, mm-hmm. you know, he's a human you know like yeah. <laughs> nothing else you know they're like that is human and that's his personality and mm. in this episode i did enjoy seeing like his personality and like seeing how kind he is you know yeah okay good yeah mm-hmm. i feel like it and oh my god i feel like i've compared it to twilight so much in this <laughs> but he like makes me feel like charlie where like Charlie is yeah. so human and like has these horrible things happen to him and like he has to like go through like life around these crazy people mm-hmm. and like put him through weird stuff and he has to like clean up other people's messes all the time but he's still like really sweet and you see like the nice side of him and he's funny and yeah. like oh, I really I really like Matt and so I know that it'll probably go downhill at some point because you don't like him for a reason but mm-hmm. I do like him in these first few episodes. yeah I do like him in this episode I was like when I was watching this I was surprised by how much I liked him uh I think mm. the main thing is like I just seen him like have an actual sense of humor you know yes you yes. know seeing him have a sense of humor get over the sulking for just a mm-hmm. second and like you know be the bigger man and be like hey sorry I was kind of a dick to you to step in you know I exactly. do appreciate that and I think it shows that he is like um one of the more mature characters in the show exactly so, I, mean- I did like that and he put Miss Vicky in her place. She He was, like, mm-hmm. asking her, like, what are you doing after the guys fought? And, like, yeah, I mean, it's not her fault they were punching each other. But mm-hmm. he had a good question. Like, what is what she trying to do? What are you doing, Vicky? <laughs> good question. Would love to know. And, and Vicky's Vicky said, like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to see that girl's she's astrological like, chart. Oh my god, great point. She like she's like sixteen and she like works at a bar and I'm like I love I this. No, <laughs> I'm like is that legal? <laughs> I know. Do you want to move into hot or not? Yes, yes. All Go right. ahead with yours. I feel like mine are obvious. Okay, so I'm gonna start with not. Um, okay. so these are kind of obvious. Uh, so Mr. Tanner and Damon being mm. creepy, those are mm. not hot to me. No. Um, and then <laughs> hot, I have Stefan flexing his history knowledge. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. Because also, I don't remember dates, you know? Even though I have a history degree, don't know dates. So I was like, wow, he knows things? Mm." Also, Mr. Tanner being dead. Fucking love that shit. That is hot to me. I love to see that man suffer. I love to see him die. Farewell, Mr. Tanner. See you never. Totally. Uh, I also like the Friday Night Lights references. I think those are hot. I love that show. That show's amazing. (laughs) Also, Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights is so hot, and you would have the biggest crush on him, Heather. I think maybe he's a little, like, more muscly <laughs> than your usual, like, skater rat type, yeah. but... <laughs> But he's got that long hair. I, I just looked like him, him up, and I agree with you. He is, this is so a great fine. Call. The hair is, like, perfect length. <laughs> yes. He is so cute, Heather, and he's wonderful. He's excellent in the show, too. He will also be in my hot category. <laughs> You're like, he's from Friday Night Lights, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Taylor Kitsch, I'm going to add him to my hot category too. Even though he's not in this show, Taylor Kitsch. If you listen to this, you beautiful, beautiful. I think he's Canadian. Canadian man, mm. I am in love with you. How unfortunate that he's Canadian, but okay. <laughs> All right. Hot or not, babe. Run it down. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 
like I said, I'm just Matt is so high on my list. Like literally everything he did in this episode, I was like mm-hmm. hot. <laughs> and then <laughs> Stefan, aside from the often tenuous and pointless long scenes of him talking with Damon back and forth mm-hmm. about like their relationship, that it all these conversations go nowhere and sometimes yeah. they're boring. But aside from those, I really appreciate his logic in this episode, mm-hmm. his emotion in this episode. I really felt that he cared for Elena in this episode, which yeah. I like. So, yeah, Seth and Matt. And then the queens, Elena, Bonnie, Caroline. I of course. loved all three yes. of them. Elena, she had me second-guessing. She had me in the first half, not going to lie, because <laughs> she she was a little dumb. But then at the end when, like, Damon mm-hmm. was about to kiss her and she said, what are you doing? I know what you're trying to do and you're not going to get me to do it and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, boss. queen, pop off. Yeah. yeah. And then Bonnie, I thought her character actually developed this episode, which was good. And mm-hmm. she had a relationship with someone who wasn't <laughs> Elena, which was good. Yes, also and then, good. Um, mm-hmm, and then Caroline, we talked about her. Love her very much. And then, love yeah. Her. I mean, I talk about him all the time, but I hate Damon Sills. And he's in my not category. <laughs> and then Mr. Tanner... He wasn't the actor who plays him isn't that attractive, but he is a waste of a potential Dilf character in the show, so and I right. will never forgive them for that. <laughs> so yeah, hate him, love it. He's dead. Um, mm-hmm. And then, as usual, Jeremy is in my non-category. Yep. I just <laughs> so annoying. Everything he did in this episode, like I still don't like Tyler, but Tyler isn't annoying enough to make my not hot category. But Jeremy is. <laughs> Jeremy is so goddamn annoying. Again, <laughs> with the sulking and the whining, I'm just not mm. a fan. Can't deal he with that. He literally, yeah, would sit in a corner in this episode and then just pop up to punch Tyler in the face. Like, <laughs> I do find that kind of funny. <laughs> just waiting to fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do kind of like that. Like uh, the visual of him just lurking everywhere Tyler's going, being like, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. And if I'm not punching you, then I'm listening to my emo music. <laughs> Drinking. All right. Cry Corner. What have you cried about, Queen? Oh my gosh. So much. I actually started my period a couple days ago. So I've been crying. Amazing. <laughs> I actually okay I'm gonna keep my first couple things short because my last thing is very long so mm-hmm. obviously I've been watching Game of Thrones I cry a lot during that show for obvious yes. reasons yes um I watched I actually <laughs> we were doing um the Batman voice earlier you and I Krista but yes. I actually did watch The Dark Knight a couple nights ago and like excellent movie that movie is so good it is and so it, good it makes me cry and it's and I think most of the crying is because of Hans Zimmer's excellent score mm-hmm. that just builds oh my god it's amazing and it makes Ugh. me cry it's very good so um amazing. also last week I had depression, so I cried. And then- <laughs> love that. Miss Girl, do we need to get you on some Prozac? I would love that. Oh, I my mean- gosh. <laughs> I love that for us. We'll be the SSRI bitches of our squad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I need something for ADHD, autism, and depression. <laughs> maybe Lexapro might be more your speed. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we should get you on some Adderall first. We'll see. We'll oh, see. Good, good point. Okay, I'll talk to my doctor. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then the last thing that made me cry... Okay, so it was the figure skating debacle of the Olympics last week. Yes. Where, and I haven't really been watching the Olympics, but I know what happened because it was such a disaster. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, like, Camilla Valieva being literally 15 years I old know. and having to have all that pressure and her coaches is the worst. tragic. Yeah. So tragic. And, like, so after her scores come out, she's, like, I heard this, like, got translated, so this is how I know what she said. But she said, like, when her scores came out and she's sitting in the kiss and cry with her coaches, she's, like, she literally said, well, at least they'll have an emotion, uh, 
a medal ceremony now. And then she starts breaking down. And then her male coach starts, like, laughing. You can see it in his face. And I know he's laughing at, like, her joke. But it was just, like, she's bawling her eyes out. And he's, like, holding her laughing. And then, like, a Terry Tuparitze, who's our coach, is, like, looking so mad. Even though, like, this was literally her fault. This is her fault, yeah. And then to have, like, so then, then, like, Camilla Valieva, like, leaves the, like, kiss and cry. And then she goes and, like, hugs a russian um reporter woman and then mm-hmm. in the background you see alexandra trusova come out of like the area where all the medalists sit and yeah. she's like crying as well angry yelling about how she hates everything and she's so mad that she like didn't get first or whatever oh, and i God. mean she's 16 17 too so it's like i get it and like all this stuff and then so she's like having a breakdown cr- like mentally like totally like not mm-hmm. in it anymore like crying mad there's one guy like trying to hold her and calm her down but he's doing nothing their yeah. coaches are nowhere to be found oh, both of them are crying and then it cuts to um anna sherbakova in the back room alone the gold <gasps> medalist winner nobody's sitting by her and she's sitting there alone she's not crying she's not happy she's not she's just oh, sitting there looking into space god i was like these girls are 15 16 17 years old and they're being left to their own devices in the olympic games and like i was so and it made me cry because i was like i can remember being that mentally i mean i'm still unstable but i can remember <laughs> being that mentally unstable and yeah. like imagine how much more mentally unstable they are because their whole life is dedicated to this sport and then this disaster occurs and then they're left to their own devices. Not and it like just makes them inherently insight. more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the main thing that makes me so sad about that situation is that it's not their fault. It is a systemic no. failure of all of the adults around them. Mm-hmm. And like the adults are the ones that did this to them. And it is so tragic. It is deeply, deeply, deeply tragic. And yeah, just the fact horrific. that this is going to be associated with them forever, it's going to follow them forever, it is so sad. Because that totally. is what's going to rule their careers from now on. Totally. It, it was just so, like you said, so tragic. Because it was just like, everyone, all the adults around them, failed them. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, like, they're all Russian, so nothing's going to happen to them anyway. There's not yeah. going to be an overhaul of, like, no. the system or anything. Because this, these coaches and this one in particular, Terry Tuberita, she's just like, the worst but like nothing's gonna happen because she keeps pumping out these like amazing skaters at 15 16 years old and like Mm -hmm. that's all they want from her but it's like they're ruining these they're literal children yeah ruining these children's lives it's crazy it is so sad yeah i also cried about the olympics but i cried because nathan chen won and i also cried because yuzuru hanyu's skate just oh, oh man i just you know he's 27 which is crazy because how old am I now? I'm 24 now. Am I 24 or am I 25? I think I'm 24. You're 24. (laughs) I'm 24. And just like, he's three years older than me and people are like, he's a dinosaur in like figure skating years, you know? And I'm like, this is probably his last Olympics because figure skating now, you know, that they're doing all these like insane technical elements takes a toll on our bodies. Like it Mm -hmm. never has. And this is probably his last Olympics. And I just... It makes me so sad, like, the thought that this could potentially be how he goes out, you know? Mm-hmm, like, that's mm-hmm. not how I wanted his career to end. It makes me really, really sad. And no. I am, but I am really happy for Nathan Chen, you know, seeing his 2018, like, short program. That was a disaster. Like, I cried watching that, too, mm-hmm. um, because I loved that skate so much. Um, and then seeing him, you know, just be so nervous and anxious because people had put all these expectations on him you know it ruined his olympics you know and like you know his free skate was like amazing and he made like something of a comeback but like it still wasn't enough 
but like seeing like this redemption arc for him i really love to see it it was amazing so i cried about that yep mm-hmm. yeah the male else? figure skating aside from that one made me cry tears of joy <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then what else have i cried about so there's that one show that i don't actually watch i only like peripherally know the events uh because i'm fruity and i thought i thought when i saw people yelling about it on like twitter you know i thought that like these people were gay i thought they were in a relationship they're not and so then anyways i got mad the other day that they're not in a relationship <laughs> and i start i was so mad i started crying um because i'm like these men are supposed to be gay you know like you literally write them like their husbands why are they not gay yet so i t- cried some angry tears and then i've also been crying like about orville peck you know like every other day orville peck is a gay cowboy um (laughs) he writes really really amazing music his music is incredible i love listening to it um so i've been listening to him and just crying and then yesterday i was like i haven't cried enough recently so (laughs) i watched the good place series finale and i cried for an hour straight so that was excellent (laughs) i did not stop i was just crying the entire time and my sinuses hate me right now. Oh my God. Um, but it's an excellent experience. Have you watched The Good Place? No, I haven't. I gotta get on that <gasps> one. Oh my God, Heather. It's so good. I know. Everyone I know that likes shows that I like, likes that one. So I'm like, okay, this is a good one for me to get into. I think the main thing is that there's only like four seasons and they're all like 30 minute episodes. So it's pretty oh, cool. easy to like plow through. So if you ever just like are like, maybe Game of Thrones is kind of a lot for me right now. Maybe try watching The Good Place. Interesting. I might start because what I've been doing is I've been watching so much Game of Thrones that Mm -hmm. I have to like every other day, I just watch like episode upon episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. which is by far the funniest show I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And it's a really great way for me to not get depressed over Game of Thrones. So, yeah, (laughs) honestly, I feel like I could have used The Good Place when I was like watching Vampire Diaries for the first time, like Mm. binging it. I was in a weird headspace. (laughs) And if I had The Good Place to like break it up, it would have gone much better. I don't think I would need Lexapro now. Um, I blame The Vampire Diaries for my mental illness. But The Good Place is really thoughtfully written. It is so amazing. The writing is snappy. You know, like, the arcs are concise. There are, the character development is all really believable. It is so good. That sounds great. I mean, I do love a show that doesn't write itself into a corner, like I'm yes. sure Vampire Diaries is about to do. So. Oh, yeah. You have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Oh I mean, gosh. they already did with Damon in three episodes. So what am I saying? <laughs> it's amazing how they do that. They're so talented. Thank you, Julie. Ugh, Thank you, yeah. Julie Fleck. <laughs> I also want to know, like, at the end, after we watch everything, mm-hmm. how accurate this whole series is to the books. Because if the books are written like this, I guess I can't blame the show. <laughs> um, interesting <laughs> you say that. I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, maybe I should be rereading the Vampire Diaries books as... I go through this because I think I read the first two and then I gave up. Um, mm. I know that The Vampire Diaries was written by L.J. Smith, but she was like, I think she was right for hire contract uh, with mm. Alloy Entertainment. And so eventually I think they dropped her and then they replaced her with like other ghost writers that like write under the name L.J. Smith. But like the writing is very, very different. Interesting. So, hmm. Yeah. Like she also wrote The Secret Circle. Which, I don't know if you ever watched The Secret... No, you probably never watched The Secret Circle. No. Um, so that was like... Uh, if you think The Vampire Diaries is bad... <laughs> the Secret Circle is 
immeasurably worse. Uh, it lasted for one season and then was summarily uh, canceled for good reason. But so it was uh, based off of a book series also by L.J. Smith. And I remember I read all the books and then I got to the one that was written by someone who was clearly not L.J. Smith. And I was like, oh, what's that? And then I stopped reading them. <laughs> Should we reread the Vampire Diaries books? And yeah, maybe. Read them for the first time? And I reread them? <laughs> I'm so afraid, but okay. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds like fun. I'm excited yeah. for this. Well, until we get those books, um, we'll be back with season one, episode four. We've only done three episodes. <laughs> Well, it's amazing. The fourth one. It's amazing. We're <laughs> yeah. so talented. We are All talented. Right. Thank you to our listeners in Ecuador, Brazil, and the United States, <laughs> specifically California and Texas. Yeah. We love you so much. We would do our lives for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for your support. Um, yeah. You can donate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> donate to my Venmo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't donate, we won't be giving you more episodes. So keep that in mind. But, They're like, um, is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. We'll see, see you, you next time. time. Bye. Bye.